This is the 40-year-old Bond Virgins podcast. God for that. <laughs> hey, dudes. Hey. <laughs> it's like we just said this. <laughs> <laughs> How are you still? I'm still good. How are you? Still good. Yeah, I'm, I'm still good too. <laughs> uh, great background. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, uh, an homage. With some I... pretty literally set in stone dates on it. Ah. <sighs> I was. I shouldn't have oh, put it in my t- background because oh, I was going to see no, if you sorry. could pick up on that. <laughs> mm. Yeah, good point. Yeah, there are some. Yeah. There are some dates in this yeah. film. Set in stone. Um. Yeah, an homage to the only Bond woman for me, apart from Big Face, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Melinda's pretty good. Oh, we we'll get to that. Oh, she is. Yeah. Uh, oh, I like her. Oh. No, I like her. I like her. I like her a lot. <laughs> okay. Well, let's go for it. All right. Okay. All right. I'll do you some stats. Do some stats. Let's hear those stats come on Amazon. Anything other than a 4.5 take a page from Sky. Don't be shy. In my inconsistent way i haven't bothered to get the sky ones mm. um so we've got 6.7 on imdb yeah. oh so i should just say the film is for your eyes only <laughs> <laughs> let's start there imdb give it 6.7 amazon give it 4.5 and actually i was just about to add my own review um which I will do afterwards because I, got... I watched. Hmm. I need to do a little pause for the I watched. Oh, I think I'm going to sneeze. Hold on. Do you want to... <laughs> you. Leaving that in? <laughs> I might amplify it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I got a 4.6 on Amazon. <sighs> so, right. So I couldn't find it on Amazon. Uh, to watch, right. not that I, I was trying, on but I, on my screen it wouldn't let me. It just had a button saying maybe I wasn't signed in, uh, but it was saying where to watch, um, and it would only give me the IMBD score. But then I, when I went into purchases of this movie, it then gave me a rating of four point six. So maybe the purchase rating and the movie ratings are different. No, I think it's not. You know, I think it's just because I'm lazy. So I just, I don't actually look at the numbers. I just look at the <laughs> coloured in stars. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so ah. They colour in four and then half of the other one. Right. 
gotcha. maybe they color it in maybe it is actually the number but i just you know the, the yeah, difference really is so tiny i can't yeah <laughs> okay oh you're expecting real effort on my part for this <laughs> shit man <laughs> um so you're about to say oh how well, did you watch gonna... it this week yeah how did you watch it this week how did you watch it this week? I watched it on Amazon Prime. And um, I can't remember if I told you last week that I did try and use the dongle in the PS4. Okay, no, you didn't. And the PS4 did not like it at all. It kept giving me a Ugh. message. I took photos of the message to send to you, but then I couldn't be asked to do that either. So I watched this <laughs> one. And this has been my favourite <laughs> favorite viewing experience because I've had mm. the Sundayist Sunday that I ever did Sunday yeah. and I woke up at like half 10 didn't even get out of bed Stu bought me a cup of tea and then I watched it in bed on a lazy Sunday morning it was awesome that it was such good. a wonderful experience and then just chilled in the afternoon for a bit and then went for a swim and then had a lovely massive Yorkshire puddingy beef stew and I've just had a gin and I'm back in bed reviewing the film it's like life couldn't get any better unless perhaps it was a different film i mean it's bond <laughs> um okay well i watched it like last when did we record last tuesday mm. monday or tuesday yeah so i would have watched it the following night uh and then splits the notes up into two that's pretty much how i'm gonna do it from now on it seems pretty easy so get home, do an hour of notes with half a film, and then following the other night. Okay. Um, by Sunday, though, was pretty similar. I stayed in bed till just after 10. Nice. Um, then I got up and watched something. Can't remember what it was. Sounds downstairs. <laughs> made some lunch. Um, then came back up and made that um, advert for the podcast. Man, we are Sundaying the shit out of Sunday. Yeah. yeah. I prepped some chicken, which I cooked just now. It was really Ooh. good. Mm. How, how did you have it? Well, mostly I just dumped half a bottle of hot sauce on it and yep. then let, let it sink in for half a day and then bake it up. It's pretty goddamn tasty with some rice. Bake it up. Yeah. I like that. Ooh, I <laughs> haven't listened to any um, podcasts. Why not? The other thing, <laughs> well, mostly because there wasn't enough time between the viewing and the and the mm. doing this bit. Yeah. Um, but what I've settled on now is watching, not trying to take detailed notes of the plot. One, because you just go through the plot anyway, and I don't really need to remember any of that stuff, and I can just chip in. <laughs> Yeah, But also what I'm ha finding it handy to do is watching the film, noting the things that stand out to me, but then reading the entire, and this leads me onto a question, on IMDb there is a section called synopsis and mm. it is scene by scene, the whole film. So then I read through it to kind of see like what I didn't understand and there's a lot uh, okay. I don't understand about this film. But then I keep it on screen when we're doing this so that I know where we are in the film, where my points have become relevant again. Okay. Um, but interestingly, so on IMDb, they have mm. a plot summary section and that's where people kind of give their three or four sentence summaries. Then mm. the synopsis is the entire film. And I always thought a synopsis was like an abbreviated version. I thought it was almost, I feel like synopsis and summary should be the other way around. 
Uh, yeah, I thought a synopsis was more like a teaser. Yeah. What the film's about, like a you know the sleeve of a book or something, but yeah. I guess guess Could not. Could you message IMDb and get them to sort that out? Yeah, no worries. Awesome. All right, yeah, cool. I'll get on it. <laughs> um, um, I do need to tell you, my notes are scribbles, so this okay. might be interesting. But I do have a lot to say. No worries. I was thinking, obviously, I'm not going to say where you work, but have you got any kind of uh, weight to? change the ratings on the movies <laughs> no. <laughs> no why what do you want to do no i'm just curious <laughs> oh do i get involved in anything like that well so no who rates Sean, those movies who is it rates the customers movies? no it can't be i'll try and find out though mm. find out who writes their synopsis not... as well and see if they need someone <laughs> yeah okay All right yeah 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 i can do it from home yeah, I wonder. Stu might know. I lost you. Right. Let's okay. synopsis the synopsis out of this. Right. So I did this synopsis. I was actually sitting downstairs drinking a um, rum and coke. Yep. Getting nice. getting into podcast vibe about half past six, and then realised, fuck, I haven't written a synopsis. <laughs> so I, I ran upstairs, set up the podcast studio bit, hanging up the big blanket to soften the noise and everything, and then wrote a synopsis in about twenty minutes. So it's not great. But here we go. Uh, when England lose a vital piece of military tech in the shallow waters of the ocean, it's only a matter of time before another superpower gets their hands on it. So Bond steps in to save the day and the race is on. From the low depths of the ocean to the high tops of a mountain monastery, Bond proves no one can hide from him. But can he get his hands on the goods? Let's find out. This is for your ears only. Oh, nicely done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a bit rushed. We haven't, or I haven't, been noting any of the drinks lately. True. Uh, um, that's a problem for next Christmas. Uh, yeah, it's going to be a basic Christmas. When the next Bond movie good. comes out, we mm. should watch it in an everyman, because they can they bring drinks to you, don't they? And so can we order drinks as, like, pre-order drinks mentioned? And uh. then they bring them in. Okay. No, <laughs> no, yeah. They take all your orders before you go in and sit down, and you can tell okay. them when when you want the stuff, and they come in and bring it in, so we could have a Shampoo? couple of different bond drinks. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Okay. <laughs> also, before mm-hmm. we start, this yeah. is episode thirteen, making it film thirteen, which is halfway through, yeah. isn't it? Thank fuck for that. <laughs> Halfway through. I was thinking the other day, what am I going to do with all this time that I have now? <laughs> I don't have to watch a film I don't want to watch. <laughs> I might watch a film I do want to watch. How do you feel about Bond in general at this point? I kind Halfway of feel through. like Bond's a little bit mine now. Yeah. I kind of, I kind of feel a slight strange <laughs> sense of ownership. <laughs> Despite still not, so like there's a bit, I've got a note and there's something about uh, From Russia With Love and I cannot bring it to mind. There's like, a what? Okay, no. There, I, there was a note that I made and there was a thing mm. that I'd read and 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 it, and it said, oh, you know, this is like From Russia With Love. And I'm like, From oh. Russia With Love, what one was that? That was the one with the girl. And then I remembered the secretary, like not having nice enough legs. 
And that's yep. like the only detail I can remember. I don't remember anything else. Uh, let's see. What even Russia happened in love. that film? I don't know. Like we can't remember train? because if you look at the car chase thing, we just put question yeah. marks from Russia with love because we just can't remember it. It was train, wasn't it? And it was um It was blonde her, Tanya. Blonde Russia. Tanya Tanya. Yeah. Oh. Anyway, I mean, we probably shouldn't get into this, but I feel like <laughs> I know more than I ever did about Bond, and yet I still can't really recall the details of most things I've watched. No, no. There's a couple of standouts in there, but um, the rest of them, yeah. um, they'll kind of just go together in the, in the depths Bond of the... Heaven. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Okay. 007 Heaven. <gasps> that would have been another... That's no, pretty good. Not. Right. Pre-credits. You want to deal with that? Yeah. Does the barrel... When do we get the barrel shot? No, we get the barrel shot first. So, the barrel shot. Mm. Extra added funk to the song. I keep missing. There's like some real wah-wah guitar stuff going on. Okay. Like the the whole soundtrack to this is a bit more... That's funny because... You start hearing the 80s starting to come in. But there's yeah. still some like 70s funk going on as well, yes. isn't there? And so you hear this like really poppy, boopity boop kind of stuff going, but some like funky stuff going as well. Yes. Must have been yeah. a strange time. Go I mean, back because it... actually the, the, the barrel shot is actually, I, I it, it was exciting for me. Go back and oh, watch it. Okay. I mean, wait, I've, I've, I've said that. <laughs> <Woo>! um, <laughs> <laughs> Fleming mm-hmm. fact. Oh, yeah. This was the last. No, this was the <laughs> first mm. of the films to be based not on a Fleming novel, not that any of them ever were, but on a, one of his short stories. I'm this sure you said that act- before. Maybe you said last, last time. <laughs> no, I could have said last. I could have said it's the last of the films to be based on his short stories when this is the first. <laughs> Good, because it's always the wrong. It'd be like five films in, it's like, this was supposed to be the first film. Oh, Jesus Christ, Fleming, sort it out. And there were... I don't think it's Fleming's. <laughs> you don't think he just handed them over in quality order at first? I don't think he had much of a say. Hold on, I'm going to cough now. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I found my mute button for that one. Right. Um, <laughs> I don't think he was really that much in control. No. Or didn't seem to care that much. He was just like, yeah, have the have the title. Like you don't have to take the content. In one of them, he even said, Don't have the content, it's too shit. Only have the title. I think that was Moonraker, wasn't oh no. But this one apparently <laughs> Although it isn't particularly true to the short story, even it does pick up references from various other things, which I didn't bother to write down. Okay. Um. So pre-credits. Yes. No, you're gonna have to do it because my my notes don't make any sense. You do the talking, I'll chip him. Okay. Opening scene then. Um, Bond places flowers and Tracy's grave. Uh, the gravestone Date. says we have all the time in the world. Very nice. Yeah, has dates, concrete date, like dates, yeah. 1943 to 1969, suggesting... Oh. I've got 1947. Or is that well, just my eyesight? Look, look behind you. Yeah, what does it say behind me? 1943. Does it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at it right now. Okay, all right, fair enough. Um, which suggests when they hired... 
uh, Moore and old the oldest person to play Bond, they were kind of keeping it age relevant at the time. What the dating? Or... Yeah, if they're saying 1969 on there and it's now 1981, and they hired Roger Moore as an old an older actor oh, to start playing Bond. I think they're trying to keep um, Bond's age in check, maybe. So this scene was written in particular because they were actually expecting to introduce Timothy Dalton as the new Bond at this point and they wrote this scene to give continuity between the Bonds they specifically wanted the new Bond to remember Teresa Um, and that's why I think because it's filmed from behind isn't it you don't actually see his face yeah. So I think had it been Timothy Dalton, he would have laid the flowers and then perhaps he would have turned around and it would have been the new guy. But it's like that handshake between the things. Timothy Dalton didn't like the direction that the films were going in at the time. So um, Roger Moore continued. Right. I was going to say, because this isn't his last film either, is it? Um... No. What I quite okay. like about this film, whether it tried to do this or not, and I don't think it did do it on purpose there's loads of future and past things maybe it's because it is the 13th and you're so far into the canon of films that you can't help but to reference past ones but also start to foresee some of the things in the future so there's lots of these little crossovers like referencing old characters but also there's Mm. some overlap like um a character we meet later on well so for instance this scene just spoken about should have been timothy dalton but uh, the Countess, Liesel, later oh, on. Yeah. yeah, At this point, she's already married to Pierce Brosnan and she introduces Pierce Brosnan to the team, which I think is how he later on got the role as well. So oh, the all actress. These was, of, right, gotcha. Yeah. Right. So there's all these kind of like little future past things okay. that run all the way through. Well, keep us updated on that then. If I remember, yeah. Yeah. Okay, next thing I've written down is fucking Blofeld is alive? Question mark. Lots of question marks. Yeah. Last time we saw Blofeld, he was in a mini sub being smashed into an oil rig over and over again with a on a hook or a chain or something, wasn't he? Is that when uh-huh. he... And the whole thing exploded? Mate, yeah, probably. I don't remember. Well, apparently I only put him in a wheelchair and yeah. apparently he's... Bald again. Now, you say it's Blofeld. Yes, they never mention it, do they? They never mention it, and there's a reason. <laughs> so, apparently, and I can't remember who with, but there was some kind of big um, legal situation going on with the rights over Blofeld, mm-hmm. which didn't get resolved until into the two, th- like, I think it was like 2013 or something before it finally got resolved. So, we never hear Spectre. Yeah. And so that character and that name are really highly contentious. So this was Covey's um, way of just kind of writing him off, but they weren't allowed to use his name at all because legally he wasn't allowed the character. And I think it's the same. This court case is the same dude that brings Connery back later, isn't it? Yes, because that's the film he comes back in. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. So we don't get any more Spectre until Daniel Craig's Bond. Yeah. It's a shame. I think. I I mean, I half read this shit. I don't know. (laughs) All right. It said Spectre. 
All right. So Bond gets picked up by a helicopter at Teresa's grave. Yep. One more thing. The graveyard is at a place called Stoke Pogues, and it's next door to the golf club that was used for the filming of Goldfinger, which is okay. where we saw our other date, actually. That was one of our first dates, is seeing yeah. that golfing calendar. It's only in... Um, it's some it's in a uh, slough so you know i keep saying oh you know we should go there we could go to slough for real and okay. go check out the graveyard um if you want it and have a round of golf i'm up for a round of golf you have for, you have for a round of golf in slough yeah okay let's do it all right okay let's book it up maybe um maybe that's what we could make the twins 40th birthday present <laughs> they would hate it <laughs> <laughs> okay, back to the drawing board <laughs> <clears throat> they might okay. like it, but they have no reference. No, they, to it. Do you think they've ever golfed? Um, I know they've pitched and putt, but I don't think they've ever played. Do they like graveyards? Yeah, who doesn't like a graveyard? And do they like slough? No. Yeah. They hate no. slough. <laughs> as they should. <laughs> so first scene, first many of the scene. <laughs> it's gonna be a long one. Bond gets picked up by a helicopter at the graveyard. Apparently, as an emergency, the vicar or the priest or whoever he is runs out saying, there's been a phone call, you're getting picked up. He does get picked up. He's in a helicopter, in the back of a helicopter, and then we see the back of Blofeld's, fake Blofeld's head. He's in a wheelchair, a little robot wheelchair. Well, you, you see him stroking his cat first, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> And then he takes con- remote control of the helicopter after killing the pilot by electrifying his headphones. Now Blofeld's flying a helicopter dangerously close to the ground and buildings. Bond can't get to the controls without exiting the helicopter, so he scrambles on the outside of the helicopter. And then he spots Blofeld sitting in his wheelchair on a rooftop. Bond manages to get into the pilot's seat, pulls the remote control device out and takes control of the chopper whilst flying it through a warehouse. Uh, he then flies to the rooftop, scoops up Blofeld in his chair with one of the legs, feet, things of the helicopter, <laughs> and starts messing with him. <laughs> Blofeld's screaming a lot. <laughs> Blofeld says, we can do a deal. I'll buy you a delicatessen in stainless steel. Please, Mr. Bond, please. <laughs> Bond says, all right, keep your hair on. <laughs> Blofeld, please put me down. Bond. Oh, you want to get off? <laughs> then Bond drops Blofeld into an Ikea tower chimney thing. Yeah. I mean, you say an Ikea chimney thing. I think they are specific to your local Ikea as opposed to an That's actual true. Ikea feature. <laughs> Everyone knows. Worldwide. <laughs> <laughs> Google it. Google it, all our listeners in Nigeria. You know, we've got uh, quite a heavy download rating in Nigeria. Have we really? Shout out to our Nigerian listeners. Yeah. Uh, Blofeld says, Mr. Bond! <laughs> Opening credits. Nice. <laughs> the delicatessen in stainless steel. I had to look that from... up. Oh, did you? Yeah, from Cubby. Please, yeah, carry on. Apparently it was something they said in the 1930s, mobsters like gangsters, would try and buy, yeah. Off, yeah, buy off people with delicatessens. <laughs> This is the first time. Why, you know? Why? <laughs> I know. <laughs> Just give him cash. Um, well, it's a living, isn't it? Give a man a fish. He only yeah. eats for a day. Give a man a delicatessen. He earns himself a nice little living. And if you um, didn't stay in the it lasts a lot longer. Well, me. this is it. This is it. Yeah. Um, 
<laughs> there was a bit, so there was a bit where um, uh, Blofeld, not Blofeld, was kind of chuckling. He's like, I've got you now. Uh, you're like, I, I've, I've got you in my control. And mm -hmm. it's the first time I, I felt my inner bond. And I was like, mate, this is James Bond we're talking about. Like, yeah. you don't know him at all. Yeah. <laughs> and then and then when Bond climbed into the um, helicopter and just like nudged the dead electrocuted guy out of the mm -hmm. out of the door, and Blowfield said, Have you no respect for the dead? I was like, Yeah, you do <laughs> not know Bond. Know. He has no respect for the dead. Right, this is the song that's been playing on my mind for a while with Bond mm, and his yeah. license to kill. Yeah. <laughs> He's been licensed by who? In queen. Someone in the Queen, right? So when he kills abroad... Yeah. <laughs> is he licensed? I think he carries... And I think the Queen probably does a special deal with whoever's over there. Yeah, but... It becomes I, so complicated because he's just killed someone, right? In a, in, a, in Spain, yeah. Instantly arrested, or should be, and then what? The government ring up and say you got to release him. He's I yeah. Know, they'll I know have he's some kind of like special agreements. Well, already set up. Yeah, I reckon with all, all the countries. different intelligence units. Yeah, it's all like I don't like think so. Like, I guess because <laughs> he's killing spies from other countries. No one, no government in other countries is going to say. Yeah, okay, you can come to our country and kill our agents. I'll sign it. Unless they're doing it oh, back. they're just saying, kind of going like, it's all fair in love and war. Is like, that what they're doing? Then there's no license. Agreement. <laughs> 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 all right, okay. <laughs> I don't know. It just plays them. You win this round, Mr. Bond. <laughs> <laughs> all right, back to the show. Okay. Where are we? Opening credits. For your um, eyes only. Yeah, that I mean, awful, right? Ooh, I've written oh. the 80s have arrived. Yes. And I've also written pretty good tune. Oh. It's, I like the tune. I don't, uh, in the way, like, if I was listening to an 80s soundtrack, I'd listen to it. Oh, an 80s mix of some kind on Spotify. I found it quite dreary. Uh -huh. But what I really liked about the song is that it comes back throughout the rest of the film and as a score, as like an underlying little... Doo, yeah. doo, 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 doo. It's really yeah. nice in the film. But the actual song itself, I wasn't, I wasn't that fussed about. What I learnt was the art director or whatever, he was like, I must have Sheena Easton. I must have her face. So this is the first one where we see the actual visual of the singing artist in the... In the in the opening credits, okay. but they did they were doing like this special effect, and it meant that she couldn't move her face a millimeter because if she did, it would mess the whole thing up. So her face was actually wedged into steel clamps mm -hmm. to keep her. <laughs> she said it was one of the most painful things she'd ever done. Um... <laughs> ah. <laughs> and and for not great effect because I thought the whole the whole intro was just a bit. Meh. There was not, you know, yeah. Silhouette, Sheena okay. Easton's face, murky uh, water. The water looked dirty. Yeah, I've got a different view on it. 
Okay. <laughs> I like the opening credits. I liked oh. uh, the Bond silhouettes. Um, lots of Bond silhouettes. I like that she was in the singer was in the opening credits. It's like more like a music video. Maybe oh, you the beginnings just like of her music face videos. Being stuck in clamps, don't you? I do. Yeah, so Bond silhouettes running around with guns, women swimming. The singer is in it throughout the credits. Not, but not bad. Not bad. Music video y. Yeah, but that's not what you want. It is what I wanted. I <laughs> stop telling me what I want, Kelly. Fishing boat. Okay. Yep. Roast <laughs> roasty? Rusty as fuck. Dude heads below deck. It's a I secret a spy boat that. of some kind. Boats yeah. It's so rusty. Mm. Yeah, you think they make we... them out of something else, don't you? You would. When I went on, um, but that's why they're always scrubbing the deck. And when yeah. we went on holiday last year and we went on a ferry, like I got up in the morning and there were people out, there were staff cleaning the walls. Mm. Um, which, yeah, can't they just cover them in like plastic or something? I don't know. It seems. I think they do a better job now than they used to. But th- this was last year. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, the ferry didn't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this boat, the Bond yeah. boat, the boat yeah. I went on was last year. Oh, was it that rusty? <laughs> no. Oh. <laughs> what were you saying? That the people on the boat I went on were cleaning the boat to make sure it didn't get that rusty. Yeah. Things haven't moved on that much. No, a bunch of chumps in there. Where'd you go? Yeah. Um... We sailed to Spain and then drove to Portugal. Oh, right. Okay. And we're going on another ferry this year. We're going mm. to France this time. So it's a Has secret. Bond done a... <laughs> <laughs> <Carry on. laughs> it's first, first one's nearly finished. We've got seven minutes left. Okay. <laughs> I'm having a good time. <laughs> carry on, carry on. It's a secret spy boat of some kind. A uh, dude swaps places with a guy looking at a bunch of dials, handcuffs himself to a desk. Why? Um, I wondered if he was so instrumental, or that role is so instrumental, that he has to, like, if the boat's going to sink, he has to do his absolute best to make it not sink, because otherwise he's going to go down with it. So it kind of, like, totally commits him to the job. Makes I think him do he's... His best. As we learn, he uh, he operates the attack system, which is so vitally important. He's not allowed to leave his area, even if the boat sinks. I reckon that's why he's on there. Even if it's what goes down with the system, okay. to All make right. sure he, because he, as the boat's sinking, he's trying to. Well, I'll get to it in a sec. Uh, fishermen on deck start pulling in some nets and pulling an old world what looks like an old world war two mine which hits the side of the boat sinks it handcuff guy doesn't reach the self-destruct before drowning so he sets up a whole self-destruct on that system to blow it up but he drowns before he can set it off so i think he has to do that they should give him a key though or something or yeah if, if he does it he could kind of like swim off they don't really god damn this is quite graphic lots of people were screaming and drowning it's pretty. That, I wrote that down as well. This is graphic. the first one where like people are really screaming and wailing. I've put. Yeah. One man gets electrocuted up the anus. I think. He does. Yeah. Yeah. He, I don't know if he was a. <laughs> if he was working. He wasn't or not. even the main character. <laughs> <laughs> 
but there were some real screams going on proper screams yeah it was quite harrowing what is the defense minister defense minister is in m's office here's the news uh knows that the water is way too shallow uh for someone to get there and get their hands on it what have i written there for whatever's on the boat because we don't know what was on the boat yet and i've started calling the russian head of the russians google man because i couldn't remember his name so i started calling google, google. yeah right. <laughs> he's a recurring character now he google. is now i was like google it's so become good. such a caricature. Yeah, he's head of a, a military power and uh, he's just like having a laugh. Doesn't, doesn't seem like to care Benny about Hill. anything. Yeah. He is like a Russian Benny Hill. It made me wonder why we haven't seen Triple X because he keeps coming back. Triple X is clearly key to his activity. You'd think that he would get her more involved um, because things did seem... Things seem really tight with her and Bonds, like more mm. so than just the general Bond girl. I, I feel, feel there was that a lot more. all of the Bond girls are living at Bond's flat together. Oh, no. <laughs> no? Really? All in separate cupboards hiding from each other. Yeah, something like that, yeah. I don't know. I guess Maybe. she went back to work for the Russians, right? Yeah, I mean, she never stopped, did she? But she no. works for Goebel, so you'd think that he, you know, she would still, even, like, just to mention her, not like that she physically, old Two-Face has to be there all the time. She's got stuff to do with Ringo Starr at this point. She doesn't want to be hanging around. But, like, to say, good thing, oh, it's terrible the Triple X isn't around to go and retrieve the thing, the ATAC system. I'll have to go myself or something. <laughs> yeah, because... Like, why does he go himself? Who's doing that? M doesn't do anything for himself. Doesn't do anything for himself now in this film. Oh, yeah. Sorry, that was, yeah. Well, let's get, <laughs> let's get on to <laughs> Google Man is already aware and is up for stealing the tech with a little help from a friend in Greece. Uh, then he hooks up with his secretary for no reason. Cut to Greece. Man and a woman flying in a small seaplane. Lands the boat next to, sorry, lands the plane next to the boat with a few people on board. Turns out it's her parents. Dude was just a pilot. They seem to be divers, lots of relics on boards. Plane comes back round and shoots up the boat. <laughs> and now the parents are dead. That was really sad. Yeah. And this is the first <laughs> thing that I've seen Greece in that doesn't make it look very Greek. Oh. It didn't look Greek at all. Like Never been. If not, oh, let's go there as well. We'll do that after Slough. I've actually got a plan to go to Greece. So I want to go to that um, Apollo's Island. Um, it's a really cool island that you can only get to off a certain other island. And it's uh, it's an island you're not allowed to die on. Uh, you're not allowed to be there at night. And you're not allowed oh. to give birth, I think. Something like that. I can't remember now. It's really cool. It's wow. got loads of, loads of relics on there. It's a pretty cool place. Okay. All right. That sounds amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I was talking about it just the other day. Hang on. Uh, Delos. You got it. The sacred island of Apollo Delos. Yeah. Ah. That's where I want to go. So there's a little island next to that where you can get a ferry across, a day ferry. So I was going to stay on that other island for a week. And you can fly. There's actually got a little mini airport there, so you can fly from Gatwick to there. Ah. I just need to book it. Do it, man. Mm. This meeting is being recorded. Next scene. Yeah. That was the... <laughs> I was going to use that one. 
blah, blah, blah. Money Penny putting on lipstick on a secret mirror. That was such a nifty gadget. Yeah. Hat lands on the rack. First time Hat has landed on a rack since her match. Hmm. And he doesn't actually wear the hat. Don't see him in the hat, do you? No. no. Yeah, just a hat he keeps outside. Yeah, just to make Money Penny happy. <laughs> I think he did keep Money Penny happy in this one. Money Penny, a feast for my eyes. It was I'm sorry, it was really patronizing though. <laughs> but she ain't she into that? I don't know. I mean, she took it, didn't she? And they had like a little kiss on the cheek. So I didn't. I did. I thought you're into them being a. Whatever. No, definitely. But like, she was dressed really frumpy. Like she looked like a maiden arm, and and it just looked a little bit like she heard him coming. She dashed off, put on a lipstick for him, and then he patronised her. And uh, and I'm like, and I was thinking, my question to you and and to myself is like, what? It doesn't feel right to me. So should they have let her go by this point? Or should they have changed her role? I can't work out what I'd rather the relationship was at this point. Because it angers I, um, me now. As she's gotten older. I mean, it's only been, what's it been, like 15 years? Yeah, uh, 64 to 81 or 63. 16. Okay, yeah. so yeah, 17-ish years. Um, she does look older. Yeah. A lot older. Yeah. A lot older. <laughs> <laughs> right? Leave Lois alone, man. Um, but I think they should have kept going what they had in the last film, where she just didn't believe Bond's antics kind of thing every time he came yeah. in. And Jesse's trying to convince her that he is a great super spy and getting onto these situations but she's just like laughing it off how old is she meant to be in in this timeline i wonder i'm I'm just wondering whether it could be amusing to kind of like bring in a line of like failing memory so even when he like says things to her like yeah i was just like down the fish and chip shop she's like no no you weren't because she's just like got no idea what's going on anymore Would that be cruel? <laughs> Is that wrong? <laughs> um, edit that I guess, but I mean, you would have to continue that over <laughs> the years to come to the point where yeah. she's, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, all right. Okay, lipstick, let's lipstick up her face. <laughs> <in the middle>. <laughs> <laughs> like, forget <sighs> to get dressed and stuff. <laughs> M's like money penny you haven't worked <laughs> 20 years <laughs> oh, <God. Covered> in <laughs> <Should be. laughs> a new M she'll be like you, do, you don't look you don't look the same as you used to go home money penny <laughs> <laughs> she's naked in the just throwing hats yeah. <laughs> it's a massive pile of hats on the floor yeah Empty lipstick containers. <laughs> <sighs> so, M. M's on leave. Permanent leave, by the sound of it. Yeah. Says they say he's on leave. So he's dead, right? So <laughs> the he actor. Wasn't. He actually wasn't. So mm. he had stomach cancer. Um, and he did actually try. He didn't die before his scenes were shot. So he did actually attempt to do some of the scenes, but it was too ah, much for him. Right. So then... 
um because when I so before I read that I was watching it like and they're like M's on leave and I was like well that's completely dismissive like the guy's died like wouldn't you honor him in some way or say something this feels really disrespectful yeah and then I read that no he, they, they were kind of leaving it open for him you know they they oh wow that's pretty awesome you know, through. yeah so that's why he was on leave right okay well, M's on leave uh the minister of defense i think he was in the last movie was waiting for bond um bond gives money penny a flower and heads in when he heads in money penny's door is just wood on both sides and then the minister door is padded but yeah on the older films both doors were padded uh the minister's door or the m's door was padded on both sides yeah and the inside of money penny's door was padded oh. but it wasn't anymore and it seems to be a different colour. Maybe, oh, I mean, this doesn't stand, but then I was thinking maybe the padding was there for Money Penny, like, you know, in, in her in her mental state. Maybe it's like a partly padded room for her. Yeah. But no, uh, they, they, after maybe they go for the noise, hear them lock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the whole thing has been a figment of her imagination the whole time. <laughs> yeah. That's why, why she's the only one I I need to look up how many films she does, I suppose. She lived a bloody good long time, didn't she? But I don't know how many films she did. Or if she became another role or something, I don't know. I think she does, like, come back as cameos in later... I don't know. Okay. I won't research it now. This feels like a waste of the meeting. Uh, Minister, are you aware of the attack system 007? Uh, Bond, the attack system? And then he knowledge bombs their asses. It's an automated target attack Communicator, ATAC, attack system. If it falls into the wrong hands, someone can control all the UK subs and blow other people up, or even worse, all their own subs, apparently. Bond is told a guy was sent to retrieve the attack system, but was wiped out by a human dude named Hector. Talking about the last scene. Bond's mission is to go and talk to Hector in Madrid and find out who hired him. So he goes to Madrid. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. I have little to say from now on, really. I've got a lot. <laughs> this next scene I've written loads. Ah. Madrid, Bond is in the Lotus again. I've written down, I love this Bond car. It's really cool, man. I didn't realise he had it. I knew that it was a submarine car. Like I say, it's in a game I play. But I didn't realise he had it for multiple films. That is his proper Bond car. Oh, is this the car that became the submarine before? It's the same model of car, yeah. Uh, okay. I've just written it's white. <laughs> So I love this Bond car, but it has Go Faster stripes and the word turbo on it. Proper 80s. <laughs> Bond sneaks into a villa. Seems to be a pool party going on. Mostly bikini women with a sprinkling of armoured goons. I feel like there was a scene in Breaking Bad. It made me think of Breaking Bad anyway for a moment. Yeah. Yeah, when they go down to Mexico. Uh, Bond gets caught by the goons and is taken to Hector. Hector identifies Bond and tells the goons to take him away. Hector gets onto the diving board. You hear a sound of a dart or a silent shot, and then Hector belly flops into the pool. Proper flop. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I'm going to be inserting here, don't you? (laughs) (laughs) Oh! That was a flop. (laughs) It's an arrow. Uh, You realise when he drops into the water, lots of women screaming. Bond attacks the goon escort and escapes the villa using uh, an umbrella, but the goons are chasing. I liked that uh, umbrella jump, the pat, the pat, yeah. uh, oh God, 
parasol like normally he's cut you know he's got all these fancy gadgets and all that kind of thing it showed that he was he he's an intelligent man that can make are um... you on the toilet <laughs> <laughs> i just say he reached for the toilet roll to one side <laughs> I just realised <laughs> I was peeling an orange and I've got some toilet roll by the bed because uh, I've got a runny nose and I was just wiping <laughs> the orange juice off my fingers. Because you can't see my background, you just nah. saw toilet roll. Uh, no, I am not on the toilet. Excellent. <laughs> Carry on. Uh, <laughs> uh, one of the goons is shot with an arrow uh, that are chasing Bond. It's plain girl. Uh, Bond grabs her, and now they're escaping together. Uh, the goons find the Lotus. It's locked, so they attempt to smash the window, and the whole car instantly explodes. <laughs> they didn't even, like, they, I don't think the glass even broke. But, mm. you know, so someone could have just, like, could have been a stone flicking off the truck in front of it on the road, and the whole thing would have yeah, exploded. Yeah, yeah. Like, we've been driving sensitive. it. Yeah. <laughs> whole thing explodes as soon as the glass is hit, uh, and, the, and the goon dies. That's hitting the glass. Uh, plain woman guides Bond to her car, which is a Citroen 2 CV. <laughs> Roger Moore said his favourite Bond car of all. Okay. Goons chasing uh, in a couple of real cars. I've put. <laughs> <laughs> they drive through a small village. It's got tight roads. A bus is heading towards 2 CV. Uh, Bond instructs her to take the low roads. Uh, the car rolls over and Bond says, not that low. I don't know what she was supposed to do in that situation. It's either that road or the lower road. I don't know if it was that quick. Oh, no, no, no. He says, um, uh, nice to have a drive in the countryside. Mm-hmm. And she oh, laughs. Yeah. It's the first time he quits and somebody reacts to it, <laughs> yes. ever. I was just thinking, because there's one later where all these um, the dove goons, he kills someone, and then yeah. as they're dying, a bunch of guys surround him to look what he's looking at. And he makes the quip. And I, I thought it'd be great if they all just started hysterically laughing at the, yeah. at the quip, but no one does. Yeah. Ah. Just like slapping his back, going, yeah. on. Oh, I wish I'd <laughs> No, it's the first I was really struck by it, though, the way she yeah. laughed. He, he, he keeps doing this. He keeps, um, he does it to her twice in the car. So he says, take the low road. Oh, that's it. Before, there's something in the road. And he t- she's driving and he takes the steering wheel out of her hand. Mm. And drives straight into the pothole. Right. So he keeps like correcting her <laughs> and making it worse. Yeah. And well, then any minute now, he's like, Mind if I drive? It's like, You're the one that's <laughs> fucked it up. Like, you're the one that drove off the. <laughs> I'd find him, I guess. And then makes it a million times worse. It's surprised when they're like suddenly next to him. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Bond takes control, as you said. Um, he has to get the locals to jump start the car. So the locals start pushing. Uh, and then I've written, there's no way a 2CV can drive this fast. Um, <laughs> but apparently the goons could keep up in their mercs. Um, keeping up, smashing into the side of the 2CV until the 2CV rolls down the hills uh, and lands on its wheels. They're now facing the wrong way. And the plane woman throws it into reverse. Uh, the 2CV seems to be doing at least 30 miles an hour in reverse somehow. Um, Bond 180s the car. Uh, as the goons catch up, he takes out a goon car which is rolling down the hillside. As they come down the hill, they pass that same car on its roof. The second goon car hits the first, sends him spinning around. Bond goes off road and says, I love a drive in the country, don't you? 
and then over uh, it, and plain yeah, woman yeah. laughs. Hey! <laughs> Bond jumps the goon cart that loses control and ends up in a tree. Locals aren't impressed. Plain girl's name is Melina. Do you know what that means? I don't. Honey. Yeah. And this is why I think it's another kind of future pasty thing. It's a honey rider. Another honey rider, yeah. Okay. Back in England. Written fake M is pissed that Hex is dead. Bond is told to go see Q to use the identigraph <laughs> to... <laughs> to identify the dude in glasses he spotted at the villa. So they go into Q's lab. <laughs> Did you clock the code? I didn't. What was the code? So Q puts in some digits and it plays a little and then Bond finishes it and it's nobody does it better. I thought that was the last movie. That was Close Encounters of the Third Kind, getting into the um, into the lab, the glass lab. Oh, no, I did, actually. Sorry. That happens after he walks through his lab. Sorry. After he walks through the lab? So he walks through the lab, sees all the new inventions, and then they get to the identigraph room on its own, which is uh, a locking key. But, yeah, it's the same scene. Yeah. But did you clock it was that song? I did, yeah. I've written that down, yeah. Uh, all right. Oh, well, I'm just going to shut up. <laughs> no, don't. Please don't. <laughs> so, um, Q's lab. There's a bloke with a fake arm cast that, <laughs> that spins round and um, smashes a dummy's head to pieces. And Bond says, that'll come in handy. He also <laughs> speaks to the bloke. I can't remember what he says. He says, like... You're right, Jim, or something like that. He's like, yeah, not bad. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's a, a dummy holding an umbrella over its head, and a woman pours water on the umbrella, and it the umbrella closes down and cuts into the bloke's neck. Yeah, at the bottom. So what's their thinking behind this? They're going to give umbrellas to people they want to kill themselves and hope they go out and, and then rain. force force it to rain somehow? Yeah. I don't know. I really don't know. I guess yeah. so. If you don't like someone, just plant an umbrella in the house and yeah. they'll eventually die. It just seems, it, do, it doesn't seem specific and targeted enough. No. A lot of risk associated with that one. What does Bond say about it? It's, it's raining hard. <laughs> <laughs> so the umbrella, <laughs> the umbrella has got like lots of little spikes on the end of it when it goes yeah. down. And he says, stinging in the rain. Oh God! <laughs> oh. Q says that's not funny, Bond. <laughs> yes, yes. Because <laughs> I noted that as well. Yeah, because yeah. it's the second quip that he's been called out on. <laughs> and Q's hilarious, man. And did I put? There's a new Lotus Esprit in the lab. It's copper color, and I really want one. I then looked <laughs> up how much a Lotus Esprit is, like an old one you could fix up or something. But they're like 30 grand now. So, Whoa. Well, probably not. <laughs> uh, is, is it something Uncle Bob can help out with? What, 30 grand? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, the key code for the identigraph is nobody does it better. The identigraph is an international mugshot search engine. It's funny to watch. They seem to be at it for hours. So they go in with a full staffed lab 
And then later on, when Sharon comes in to give him a cup of tea, everyone's gone home and all the lights are off. And they're like, they've had their jackets off, ties are off. They're like, they've been there for hours. And it's just this like basic crude child's drawing of a face. I, I, I've said like it's really bloody lucky that he had such specific glasses. Otherwise, there was no <laughs> way. And that's what Identograph relies on heavily. Like, yeah, it relies glasses. on the face adornments, hats, glasses, they... shitty bit of kit. <laughs> they get a match. It's Emil Leopold Lock. Um, he's got a bad rap sheet. Last seen in Italy. Italy? Italy. Goes in the new Lotus to a ski resort. I assume in Italy. Uh, Bond has a shower and has a message steamed up in the mirror saying, to Fana. I think, um, so apparently Moonraker, according mm. to audience surveys, had way too many gadgets. Even though it's one of the highest grossing films, it was like relied too much on like explosions and action and stuff. And audiences wanted it to return to like a more... Um, her Madge kind of storyline type thing. Mm-hmm. So I think they were like, because this bit really reminded me of the whole Swiss Alps stuff from Her Madge. And I think there's like lots of touches in the film that try and recreate that again. That was it. Okay. <laughs> so Tafana is the name of the mountain that he's got to go and meet someone. Uh, Bond heads up there and meets Luigi. He has a Greek contact there, knows who is capable of getting to the attack. Um, they call the dude the Dove. They meet him and his niece. <clears throat> they meet the contact and his niece at a possible Olympic. Oh, a possible Olympic ice skater. Bond spots Melina buying a crossbow. He hides in a flower shop. He orders some flowers, then saves Melina being run run over by goons. Takes out the bike. Goons go through the flower shop window. He's dead. <laughs> the shopkeeper hands Bond the flowers he ordered, and he says, "Gives him the money and says, send them to the funeral." Suave. I really like that. <laughs> he orders lilies, which is for funeral stuff, isn't it? Yeah, I think you could see it coming. He's yeah. always he's always two steps ahead. Uh, Melina got a telegram from Bond telling her to meet him there, but he didn't send one. So he chucks her on, or says he's going to take her to a train and decides to use a horse-pulled <laughs> sledge instead of his car. So, yeah, so, uh, you know, I noted that. And uh, it seemed to be some kind of, like, tourist thing as opposed to, like, you know, there were people with motorbikes and cars around. Yeah. Like, it didn't seem like that we we needed horse-drawn carriages to cope with the snow. He's done this before, chosen like really slow (laughs) methods of travel (laughs) for no good reason. Yeah. He's um, not in a hurry, this man. No, he's pretty chilled. Uh, Bond explains that he's on the case, but she still wants to kill whoever's behind it. So he persuades us to go to Corfu and wait for him whilst he sorts it out. When he gets back to his hotel room, the ice skater is getting out of the shower. And I put, she's a bit young, question mark. When Bond gets to his hotel room, the ice skater is getting out of the shower. She's a bit young. Uh, Bond tells her to get dressed and he will buy her an ice cream. But she jumps him. Uh, he <laughs> says, don't, don't you ever come up for air? They leave the room together and go skiing. Hold on. Did they actually mm. snog? She kind of, yeah, jumps on him and he kind of pushes her off. Okay, yeah. All right, good. Yeah, I didn't think because he's very like particular. So I think she's meant to be 16. Yeah, that's what I mean. She's yeah. 
she's a she's a kid. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think so I read that yeah, she's meant to be 16, but the actress who plays her and the actress who plays Melina, there's only actually like a year apart in their real ages. Oh wow. In real life. <laughs> but obviously the actress playing BB isn't actually 16. Yeah. I didn't like her character at all. It creeped no. me out completely. Yeah, it was a bit she was weird. Throwing herself around. But but interesting because clearly that's what Bond is doing continually. <laughs> Bond is to escort her to watch a shooty. <laughs> Bond is to ex. <laughs> you right? I haven't read. I haven't read these back. Uh, Bond <laughs> is to escort her to watch a shooty skiing race thing. <laughs> I was meant. I meant to look up the name of that type of race, but I didn't. Uh, BB is trying to get the attention of one of the racers. His name's Eric. He looks pissed off. Uh, Bond says, "Yeah, it's her boyfriend, right? Because I is it? well." so I didn't think so it looked like someone famous and it was like uh, and she was just trying to get his attention all the time but then when mm. I was reading the IMDb stuff it refers to him as her boyfriend but oh not. didn't get that vibe okay uh, Bond says he's got to go and leaves BB in the crowd uh, Bond gets chased by other skiers including Eric who is shooting at Bond uh, and also starts chasing him Bond jumps so there's a big skiing chasing coming up in there. So Bond jumps mm. and goons kicking them over. Um, Eric's still chasing goons on bikes. Bond enters a crowded skiing area and hides in the crowd. And uh, <laughs> they get into a lift with other skiers. And he gets spotted by a young Tywin Lannister from Game of Thrones. You see that, dude? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and Emil. They head up on the lift with all the civilians and they get out. On a big Eddie the Eagle ski jump. Uh, people head down one at a time. Bond's turned. He knows he's going to get shot. Tywin Lannister heads down with him. At the same time, uh, Bond knocks him down and dodges Eric's shots. Now being chased by mighty bike goons and that have mounted machine guns on It's quite the scene. Was it? I wasn't watching at this point. You didn't watch it? Well, I've written Bob Slay Chase. Yeah. One... Sling man. Oh no. Okay. Yeah. Have we got to the boss a bit yet? No. Okay. But I know what you're gonna say. Yeah. Bond and the goons wreck a small chalet chalet outside dining area. Uh, one bike goon gets knocked off his bike by a tree. Bond follows a toboggan down its chute slide, whatever it's called. Bikes chase Bond. I won't write read what I've written there because you're about to say it but Bond jumps out of the chute so does the bike but crashes and then I put oh Eric's on the bike and he's still pissed off and Bond fucks off into the woods uh not BB's boyfriend by the way just a friend um Excellent. I got that the stunt man <laughs> doing this stunt actually died the Bob yeah. yeah guy and also a natural sportsman um who was using the bobsleigh for real later on also died at which point they modified the track yeah Apparently, quite a few people died there before they actually did it. <laughs> That's crazy. This is a weird coincidence. Maybe we should. <laughs> no, it shows real prowess. If you can really get round this corner, so many have died doing it. But not me. Not today. <laughs> oh, shit, we got another one. But the chase scenes are really long in this movie. I don't know if they had to like use it as a bit of filler or something, but. Uh... 
Yeah. Bond films are long. They're all about two hours and they needn't be. There's way too much chasing. Yeah. For me, I mean, it's like, the whole... It's like stages of chase, isn't there? It's like he gets rid of all the people chasing him, then another bunch of cars come out of nowhere mm-hmm. and start chasing him. So, oh, okay, it's still going on. There's yeah. definitely, like, my interest um, definitely wanes for, like, the, I mean, the last half an hour, I might as well not be in the room. <laughs> and that's, <Okay>. and that's, <laughs> that's partly just my, my low attention threshold, mm. but also, like, as soon as we get to, like, action-y shooting, just chasing and shooting and chasing and shooting and not much dialogue. I like chases and I like action, but when it's the same formula each time, it gets a little boring. I like to see either a new gadget or something different happening. There wasn't anything really different here. I mean, this ski ski chasing was the same we've seen maybe twice before now. Yeah. So, But when you've got something cool like a milk truck being operated by women in a remote control room, that makes an interesting car chase. Mm, if only it was in a real Bond movie. <laughs> <laughs> Bond pulls up in the new Lotus with Luigi. Tells Luigi he won't be long and tells him not to play with the switches. He heads in to see BB to say goodbye as promised. Uh, coach tells her to hurry up as they're leaving. They then do. And then Bond gets attacked by three hockey players. <laughs> he tells Bibi, she talks about somebody else that she fancies. And uh, and he says, you're so fickle, Bibi. I'm like, yeah. you fucking hypocrite. <laughs> she has pointed out three people she likes. You fucked as many women as that in <laughs> one form Today. Yeah. 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 Like, you leave that girl alone, man. <laughs> Bond messes up the hockey players one by one and knocks them all into the goal, like a siren going off every time they go into the goal. I don't see how that worked because the goal wasn't like rigged up to anything to play a siren when anything gets in there. I don't know. Unless someone was actually sitting up there watching, <laughs> pressing a button, and hitting the siren every time he threw something <laughs> in At last, something different in my life. <laughs> um, when he gets back, Luigi's dead. And he has a he has a little metal pin in his hand with a dove on it. Of course, Bond goes to Corfu yep. when that happens. Yeah, always go to Corfu when your best mate. No, he's not your best mate. When no. a guy called Luigi has a dove pin in his hand, it's like that old Chinese saying. Yeah, what well, well, that? Always one. go to Corfu when <laughs> Luigi has a dove pin in his hand. There is an old Chinese <laughs> saying in this film, isn't there? There is. Yeah. Do you know it? It's um, when you're or looking for revenge, let's dig two graves. Yeah. And at first, at first, because she was like, because she killed Hector. Mm-hmm. And she's like, and now I'm going to go and get. And he's like, but there's somebody behind it. Like, we have to work out who's behind it. Don't keep yeah, killing yeah. them. We'll work it out. And then he says, there's a Chinese saying that says, when you're seeking revenge, always two graves. And I was like, well, yeah, that's what she's doing. She's going for the guy and the guy behind it. I didn't realise he meant you will end up dying. Yeah, you'll end up. Yeah, you know, yeah. you leave it alone. Yeah. It's an old saying. It is. It actually is. <laughs> and it is like, well, who's it? It was, oh, I didn't write that bit down. It is attributed to a Chinese <laughs> person. 
Yeah. <laughs> a Chinese catchphrase maker. Okay. <laughs> like a like Hallmark cards for China or something. Yeah, like the people yeah. that write messages in cards. Bond meets up with Melina in Corfu. They go shopping in a market. Then they hang out. Bond says he's meeting a guy at a casino that can give him a lead. Uh, I've put down that the dude he meets in the casino has got wonky eyes and I know him from somewhere. I can't, I look for his own BD and I couldn't see anything I recognised him from, but I do know that bloke from somewhere. Which which guy, sorry? Wonky eyes. <laughs> Who's wonky eyes in this? Dude in the casino that he takes all his money. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he's in um, he's in uh, Indiana Jones, isn't he? And like, He's in loads of stuff. Is he? Isn't he the guy in the, like... Um, when they turn up at the at the at the market, um, is he called Denton Elliot or Denholm Denholm Elliot? I don't know. Maybe I have to have a look. I'm looking. I at could, I had a quick scroll and I couldn't. Um... Denholm Elliot. We're going to do this in real time, right? Let's have a look. IMDb. I'm sure he's in Indiana Jones. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Stay with me. The, Stay with I'm me. I'm going to read the next line as you're reading. Okay. I put Bond spanks old wonky eyes at the casino, then strolls out and <laughs> meets BB's uncle, who points out Columbo the Duff. That's a hell of a sentence. <laughs> he spanks him. Yeah, he takes all his money. He's Brody in Raiders of the Lost Ark. And who's that? Um, <laughs> right, I'm going <laughs> to find an image of the scene. You will know it. It's like I know him from somewhere. Yeah, so I just if I could see. Uh, okay, Brody, which is Brody in this, and he was called Bunky in um in today's film. Bunky, um... does he get because the, the the countess kept saying uh Bonko Bunky? <laughs> there right. was loads of Bonkos and Bunkies going on. Right, Brody, did you say? Yes. While we're talking about the casino, uh -huh. finding him. Yeah. Um, well, we're talking about the casino, the the Muzak. No, that's that not playing. him. It is him. It really isn't. He hasn't got wonky eyes for a start. <laughs> this guy's got like one eye like that. <laughs> You're thinking of the guy from the pub that time. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I know the guy from something from something big from, from my childhood, um, but I can't work out what it was. I looked through all these IMBD oh. but I couldn't um couldn't spot him in something yeah, I was right, very familiar what? with. <laughs> it's not him at all. He's like one of the main characters. So who <laughs> Uh, oh, hold on. So I then put, I'm a little bit lost. Um, I put Columbo the Dove walks away from his table and listens to Bond's conversation by a tape recording. When he comes back, the woman he is with is a countess of some sorts, dumps a drink into his lap. He tells her to get out. All looks staged, all very bad acting. Then Bond, uh, and then Bond and BB's uncle acknowledge. They look staged. And I was like, oh, what the hell's going on in this scene? 
Bond follows the Countess, ends up giving her a lift home, but they're in the back of a Rolls Royce, so I assume he wasn't giving her a lift and that was her car. They hook up in the back. Countess invites him in for shampoo and oysters. They do look similar, these two guys. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> this guy's got a glass eye and uh, I nearly had it then. I kind of saw, saw him in a movie then. Later, they're laying by the fire in ropes. Bond calls the Countess out on her bullshit, finds out she's fake. She's from Liverpool. She drops the accent and uh, she just confesses all that she's supposed to be spying on Bond. Uh, then they cut to the next day where they're walking along the beach. <laughs> they get attacked by beach buggy goons, uh, including Emil. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Who... Bond has dinner at the casino, right? Yeah. Who does he have dinner with? Baby's uncle. Oh, Baby's uncle. Right, yeah. okay. Um, soup. <laughs> really? So he orders. <laughs> it better be a actual soup. None of this chowder <laughs> bullshit. Well. <laughs> so he orders a, a light salad and some prawns, and then he orders the brodotto. It's like, I'm going to look Bradurso up because it sounds soupy. <laughs> Fuck me, it's a fish soup. <laughs> I would it? say, yeah, because I can't be asked to look it up. So I'm just going to accept it. <laughs> so that's the second soup. Yeah. Excellent. If these are real soups, of course. It is, it is, it is. Um, yeah, and the only thing with Liesel in the um, shampoo and oysters is she says something like, it's me dressing gown. And that's how her accent is like, oh, you've slipped your accent. Where are yeah. you really from? <laughs> she really slips up. <laughs> it's me dressing gown. She's from Liverpool. <laughs> the Countess gets run over by a beach buggy. She's dead. Bond's being held at gunpoint and then... Tywin Lannister gets a harpoon in the back. Um, some dove scuba goons approach out of the water. Emil does a runner. And then I wrote, dove scuba goons knock out Bond. And then I put, oh, for fuck's sake, there's going to be more scuba goons. <laughs> <laughs> he wakes up on a sailboat and gets directed into the room with Columbo the Dove. Columbo the Dove plays back the recording, says Bibi's uncle is the one he wants and Bond is being set up. I liked uh, Columbo the Dove. I didn't really understand what was going on. This meeting is being recorded. Columbo the Dove and the Dove goons attack Emil's goons whilst they are smuggling heroin, I think. Uh, Machine guns and sneaking around, people being thrown into the water. One goon gets a dagger in the chest. Emil does another runner as his goons cover his exit. The Dove goons overpower them. And now they're sneaking in around a warehouse. Bond gives Columbo the Dove an unnecessary amount of information about a diving suit he asks nothing about. Bond spots a sea mine with some C4 in it, tells everyone, tells Columbo the Dove to get everyone out of there. Everyone escapes as a mill blows up the warehouse. That crazy a mill. I don't remember any of that, and I've got no notes on it either. Still my favourite viewing. <laughs> Emil doing a car runner as Bond runs up a lot of steps up a hill. Bond beats the car up the top of the hill on foot, puts a couple of bullets into Emil who crashes the car and is now hanging off a cliff. Bond approaches the car, chucks a dove 
the dove pin at Emil and says, you left this with Ferrara or Ferrara, I believe, which I don't, <laughs> is that, Luigi? is that Luigi's name? Like last yeah. name or something. Okay. Yeah. Uh, then boots the car. The car falls down the cliff. Bond. I put Bond in stone cold revenge mode. Bond are pretty pissed off. So Roger Moore did not want to do that. He says it wasn't in keeping with his version of Bond, but appreciated that Bond would do it, but not Moore's Bond. Oh, okay. All right. It did look different, didn't it? Yeah, it was. It was pretty cold. Yeah. Uh, By the time, this is what I said earlier, by the time the car gets to the bottom of the cliff, there's some dove goons all there stood with Bond. He had no head for heights. (laughs) <laughs> and no one laughed. They all should have laughed and like the freeze frame or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Slapping him. And then I've put scuba diving for relics now. Um, Before we move on to scuba diving for relics, mm. I think I have always thought Den Amelia and that other guy are the same person. Uh, like, I think I have always had them as one person in my head because I recognise things that they're both Who's, in where I thought it was one who person. Who are you talking about? What's Wonky Eyes and Wonky Eye and Denim Elliot, yeah. Oh, okay. And um, they <laughs> were both in... They're completely different. <laughs> they look the same. They don't. <laughs> and Wonky Eyes is like twice as wide as him and he's got wonky and, eyes. Yeah, but so is Denim Elliot. And... Uh-huh. <laughs> And <laughs> they were both the Alfie, but like the diff- different Alfies. It's <laughs> a weird coincidence, isn't it? They're what? They were both in the film Alfie, but different ones. Was like he in one Alfie? Was in the no, that's not what I know him from. And the other one was in the Jude Law one. Yeah. I will look I up. I feel what so I know enlightened. Because <laughs> they're two different actors. They're different people. What's the other guy's know. name? What's Wonky Eyes' real name? Paul Brooke. And he's been in a ton of stuff. Yeah. Uh, Bond heads down to see Melina scuba diving, who seems to be vacuuming the seabed. But, yeah, so she's ho- she's hoovering up an old Greek relic-y <coughs> area under the water to get mm-hmm. all the sand off of the floor. Is that it's what just... she was actually doing? Yeah. Okay. Um, there's going to be more sand, surely. It's going to keep coming back. It's a losing yeah. game. Yeah. But she's deep in grief still. Um, oh, yeah. This is oh, how she's and that reminds me, we might have to make this a four-parter. Um, one of the things she says at the beginning is about wanting to avenge her parents' death. And <clears throat> I thought where the film was going to go at that point was that I thought that's why they had opened on Tracy's gravestone, because he was also going to avenge for death but isn't it weird thinking back now so that whole pre-title stuff about Blofeld mm. has no bearing on the rest of the film it's completely unrelated yeah completely yeah yeah I suppose it is yeah so why did they do that do you think <laughs> just to wrap up the whole <coughs> I think just anything involved in that. Yeah. Because I think I I wonder if he did it like maliciously so that, right, we're going to kill him off and then you can't use him in another film because it won't seem right in the Bond universe anymore. Yeah. Just to sod him over. Um, And also just to, you know, be done with the whole thing. And also it it was going to be that handover to Timothy Dalton. 
Right, but right, you'd think right. there would still be ways of doing it that would have some kind of tie-in with the rest of the plot rather than just being a complete disconnect. Yeah. Now they're in a two-man sub going down to the sunken boat. Um, they they suit up. Now, this is some underwater stuff, but I didn't mind it at all. It went at a reasonable pace. There was no silence. They were, that had radio contact. It was quite good. Uh, they suit up special air helium mix to survive at low depths. Uh, Baby's uncle picks them up on radar. A shark exits the boat as they're attempting to enter the boat. Melina shits herself. A lot of dead floating people. Um, and then I put, that's some good floaty acting. Uh, they find the attack system bond diffuses the security uh baby's uncle goons in a robot diving suit from earlier is now on the boat and attacks melina damaging her airlines uh the baby uncle (laughs) jesus christ the baby uncle scuba goon has dr no hands Bond puts the detonator on Bebe's uncle Scuba Goon's back, who is now <laughs> in possession of the attack. Isn't it Bebe? Whatever. Okay. <laughs> okay. Is, this, is this the scene? Have, have I gone past? Because my next note is like when they're underwater, but there's so many underwater bits. Is this the bit where they're not, where, then, where there's a shark? <laughs> yeah, there's a shark. Okay. Maybe not that shark. Oh, is it a different shark? Like, is it the bit where he he says they get into the water and they put on this thing and he says, "Now there's a limited gas supply, so try not to talk." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then, and then, so they don't talk. And then a shark comes by and he says, "Hope he was dining alone." So there's enough gas supply for him to make quips about sharks but nothing else this is i think um i think bond's tank has got an extra tank for quips quip gas yeah (laughs) i better add Um, extra 20 milliliters for quips (laughs) melina dotwick because she laughs at this she quite likes it anyway so it's fine so that's so he was telling her off for a shit driving when he was the worst driver he called me out for being fickle when he's the fickle one and now he's saying don't talk and he talks he's a fucking hypocrite (laughs) he doesn't know he's Denham Elliott from his Paul Brooks that's what I think of him (laughs) (laughs) I don't even know who Paul Brooks is I thought I knew him (laughs) I think you do he's in so much stuff yeah but I'm trying to picture him in a certain thing do you think you Maybe you were thinking of Denim. I think it was well. sci-fi-ish. I'm not sure. Bond diffuses the security system. BB's or Baby's uncle goon robot diving dude from earlier <laughs> uh, <laughs> has now got a detonator on his back um, and is now in possession of the attack. Bond grabs it back and does a scuba runner. They escape the boat just as it blows up. Um, they're bleeding, but the shark doesn't come back for them. And then I put, that should have been a thing. It should have been a thing as they were going back to their um, two-man submarine thing. Yeah. Uh, uh, oh, so Emil's down there with with a little submarine with, like, robot hands on it. And he attacks their sub, fucks it up a bit, destroys their air supply, and he's now drilling through the window. So Bond floors it and rams him into, I think it is Emil himself, 
rams him into the sunken boat remains and he gets jammed there. Um, Bond heads back up and hits a relic pillar under the ocean. <laughs> Melina says, careful, James, it's 5,000 years old. <laughs> uh, but Bond gives her a fuck you look. <laughs> when they get back to their boat, baby's uncle is waiting there with goons and guns. Goons and guns. That's a pretty that good name a... for something, isn't it? Goons and guns. Yeah, or could be um, maybe if you could make another little sound thing for that. Okay, we'll do. <laughs> it's time for goons and guns. I'm going to stick with baby. I don't know why. Yeah, do it. Um, I don't know what that's from, but yeah, baby's uncle was working with angry Eric. Bond and Melina are tied up together and are dragged along behind Uncle Baby's yacht across <laughs> the corals. Oh, across the corals, man, I've written. Oh, uh, yeah. That was hardcore. That's mm-hmm. that's some uh, bad way to die. I put goddamn, they're been... getting sliced up. <laughs> <laughs> Sharks are back and they're turning around for another run. It was pretty rough, pretty gruesome. It has been say. a different level. Yeah. Just it has been the a bit violence. more like yeah, like the screaming at the beginning part and then bombs like kicking the car off the edge. It has been a bit more violent. Yeah, yeah. I think they were trying to um get it back down to a spy level after Moonraker, where it went a bit off the rails, didn't it? Yeah. Um so I put the boat turns around for another run and the sharks are back. Uh, the boat turns around for a third run, this time. Bond and Melina swim down and put the rope, hold their breath and put the rope around a rock at the bottom of the ocean. Um, the rope snaps and the floaty thing on the rope flings up and knocks a goon into the water. And the sharks attack the water goon instead of bleeding Bond and Melina. <laughs> you, you think he wouldn't even look for water goon, but he did. I, th- I think the sharks heard the earlier quip to their yeah. shark mate and they're like don't go near him because he's just gonna it's just gonna be boring <laughs> yeah, and gonna wind you up yeah uh so now they're literally off the hook uh the boat is now trying to run them over they've dived down to the relic point where melina left a spare air tank earlier and they sit down there for a bit uh baby's uncle think that they've been eaten so he fucks off melina heads back to their boat and then i put that was a good underwater scene that is how it's done it. previous Bond okay. movies. Bond heads into a church, goes into a confession room, queues there in disguise. Then I put, that is not his job. He's not a field agent. What is this bullshit? <laughs> so that should have been M's scene. So a lot of the stuff okay. that M should have done, Q got dropped in for. That's instead. not M's job either. There should be another agent in disguise there to handle. Well, this is my point about Google. <laughs> Yeah. We're yeah. in agreement. Why are they We're doing it all themselves? They should be in their offices <laughs> making the big decisions. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh yeah, this isn't his job. He isn't a field agent. Gives he gives Bond some information about the attack location. Uh it's uh in a place called St. Cyril's. Yes. Uh but they find out there's over nine hundred of them. But Bond reckons Columbo the Dove will know which one it is somehow. Um, turns out it's up a very steep mountain. Bebe's uncle is up there with Bebe uncle goons. <laughs> Bebe's also there, and <laughs> they all doing, a, and they're all planning to do a runner to Cuba. 
Bebe calls out Baby's uncle for wanting to bang her. And then I put, I don't I mean... think that's her real uncle. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then it says, it says he's not happy. <laughs> Bond slips whilst rock climbing up, up the steep face of the mountain and he alerts a guard who kicks him down again. He drops like a hundred foot and is now hanging from a rope and the guard is trying to knock the hooks out from Bond's rope. Uh, and he does one of them. Bond manages to climb back up and throw a dagger into the goon's chest just before he knocks out the second hook. This was so boring. This whole thing. Yeah, it's a bit Apparently, tedious. yeah. The, the, so there was a real monastery up there, and um, the monks were really unhappy about the filming happening because they they were peace loving monks, and they were putting plastic sheeting everywhere to try and prevent the filming from taking taking place and oh, so right. Roger Moore went to see them to try and convince them and he even told them he is actually a saint because he used to play the saint and that didn't go down well but I don't that obviously they did it in the end so I don't know how they maybe they just paid him loads who knows hmm. interesting Thanks. um <laughs> Roger Moore thinks but... he's all that going to see <laughs> monks I'm Roger Moore. I was assumed that he even does his own quips. <laughs> yeah. What I will say about this really, really boring scene, yes. um, it, it did on. make me quite appreciate stuntmen. Like having learned yeah. in the last one that people really were doing their own stunts, like that stuff was pretty tricksy. And, yeah. and people are really, you know, and like the guy that genuinely died in the bobsleigh, like, this is full on, like, people are dying for this shit. People yeah. are putting themselves into real risky situations for this. And it's, it's it's a shame, therefore, that it was as boring as it was, because it was probably really, really <laughs> dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> the families of the people that died in this movie are listening to this podcast <laughs> and crying. And Maybe agreeing. this is the podcast that will mention my uncle. <laughs> and all of the great work that he did <laughs> it was so boring Bond's now inside he sends the basket down to get Dove, Columbo the Dove and Melina and uh, Anderson Goons uh, a goon aims at the basket squad but Melina takes him out with her trusty crossbow she's pretty good at that oh and then I've written she's a contender as a bond girl. Oh, I wrote down pig face at this point. Yeah, right. She's got a, she's got a real pig face vibe. Yeah, she has. Uh, Google man is on his way by helicopter mm. to meet angry Eric and baby and not <laughs> and not baby's <laughs> uncle. <laughs> Columbo, Columbo the dove and the Columbo the dove goons take a load of the monks hostage for some reason. One of the monks has a gun, <laughs> and they and they what? they weren't that peaceful then. <laughs> I guess these were. Oh, the I real put monks. are they bad monks? <laughs> and then I put is this the heroin place where they're doing all the heroin stuff? Why is he uh, right there? Um, not Bebe's uncle gives Bebe a slap, and then Google Man approaches. Uh, a fight kicks off. Bond through falls through a window with a goon and lands in Bebe's room. Angry Eric pulls a gun on Bond. Bebe knocks it away. So angry Eric smacks Bebe in the mouth. Um, did you notice that Bond doesn't hit any women in this movie, but other all the baddies do? Oh. Do you think they're moving away to baddies with women violence? 
Yeah, I guess. Mm. That was a thought that came up. Bond fights Angry Eric. Uh, a big... What have I written here? Oh, they smash up the room. Like It's a classic Bond, let's smash everything in the room fight. With Angry Eric, and then he... Oh, he wants to drop a big-ass rock on Bond, but Bond grabbing an iron candlestick... Using the weight of the rock, pushes it backwards, pulling Angry Eric out of a window, sending him to a really fake-looking dummy death plummeting down the mountain. I love those uh, shit dummy deaths. They're hilarious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just like flailing arms and legs. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I've only got a few lines left. Um, Not Baby's Uncle does a runner with the attack. Google Man has arrived. Uh, Bond and Molina catch up with Not Baby's Uncle. Uh, Melina has him on his knees. She has a crossbow on him and Bond asks her not to, uh, to leave him for the police. She says, she tells Bond to get out of the way. Oh, as not baby's uncle is, man, my names are getting so confusing. They're breaking up the sentences. <laughs> she says, she says, get out of the way as not baby's uncle is pulling a knife. Uh, Columbo the dove throws a knife into not baby's uncle's back. Killing, killing the Columbo the Dove, <laughs> killing not baby's uncle, and then Columbo the Dove collapses as well. Not sure why he collapsed. What it, happened to him? So I need to tell you, <laughs> I watched this film. Yeah, I then read no, the synopsis, <laughs> and I still didn't understand who the real baddie was. I still didn't understand not baby's uncle. Who these different people were mm-hmm. and you've made it like a million times harder to understand. <laughs> like, I really don't get it now. It's Who was simple. the baddie? Not Bebe's uncle. Oh and... sorry when you said that just now I thought you meant well not Bebe's uncle <laughs> <laughs> that's what I mean every time it says right, not in meant... the sentence I'm thinking wait what am I saying? <laughs> not what right so it was not Bebe's uncle. Right, yeah. okay. All right. <laughs> okay. Um, before we move on to the last scene, did you skip over the bit about the parrot or did you say that and I wasn't listening? I skipped over the parrot originally because I didn't think it had any anything to do with okay. the movie. But you mentioned but... that the parrot did give them the clue. I like, told the... them where to go. Oh, no, I didn't. Uh, no, okay. so I skipped the whole parrot thing because you know. Oh, you say, okay, all right, cool. Oh, interesting because um, they were they really were anti using. I don't know who they is. I don't know if it was Roger Moore or whoever. Somebody was really anti using it because they didn't want it to seem silly. Like they wanted yeah. to get away from silly Bond films. But actually, I thought it was really nicely done. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that's a good parrot acting. <laughs> Is that wonky eye in a parrot suit? I've got so much to tell you about wonky eye in a minute. <laughs> right. It gets really spooky. Right, go on. Last bit. Yep. Bond has the attack, approaches Google Man, but lobs it off a cliff. It explodes on impact. Now no one has it. Google Man laughs, fucks off in his helicopter again. Uh, Bebe is now being looked after. Else, what a waste. Yeah. Bebe is looking off, being looked after by Columbo the Dove. She has a new sponsor. Bond is hooking up with Melina on the boat. Closing scene, I didn't even bother writing it. It was so fucking ridiculous. But Margaret Thatcher is a, someone playing Margaret Thatcher was in it, which I thought was good because I don't think they um, 
have played or portrayed an actual prime minister before, have they? I could no, be wrong. They, they, um, no, and I don't think they've even referenced the name of any of the current prime ministers. I think, but they, you know, I think they have said prime minister. Yeah. As a because I did notice at the beginning they said she. And I was thinking of Judy Dench. Because <laughs> um, I was. <laughs> well, she's an M. She's M, isn't she? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so then I was like, hold on, this is a bit early. But when they said she, they were meaning Mrs. Thatcher. What do you yeah. think of the whole, like, you know, her in the kitchen washing up, slapping her husband's hand thing? Well, uh, she slaps her husband's hand? He comes in, he, like Dennis comes in and he goes to pick some food up from the table and she kind of slaps it out of his out of his hand. So it's like... Oh, is... right. Like a woman that does it all kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay. I guess it was like, well, it must have been a... really hot in the news at the time. Yeah. Proper. So they've mentioned prime ministers before and uh, like, we're going to patch this, like at the end of the last one or whatever it was, we're going to patch this through to the prime minister and uh, yeah. the president of the United States. Yeah. But I think it's just the back of someone's head or something. They never actually tried to portray a current prime minister yeah, yeah. Until, until this. Yeah, because like you say, it's like a, it would have been a massive thing back then, wouldn't it, for female prime minister and so on. The closing scene. <laughs> That's the end. Yeah. <laughs> Hugh patches Bond's watch phone through to Maggie Thatcher. But you might be able to explain this better. I've written one more line. Bond put, <laughs> left his watch... <laughs> Next to a parrot who's talking yeah. to him. He, Yeah, so he's hooking up with <laughs> Melina. So he puts his talking watch next to the parrot. The parrot's saying stuff. Margaret Thatcher's having a conversation with a parrot. Right. Um, and then it starts, and then the conversation goes weird and Q interrupts it. And then the parrot knocks the smartwatch into some yeah. water. The end. I think Maggie Thatcher was like, thought she was being hit on by Bond for a bit, wasn't she? Oh, she did, yeah, because she was kind of patting her hair and she was like, oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the end. Woo! Oh, dear. <laughs> We're getting really snappy at this. <laughs> I'm powering through the my notes because um, I'm aware they take forever. But um, I think it's... The narrative is... I don't know. It's what holds this together a little bit, and then, and then we just take the piss out of it, which has yeah. become no, the no, format. Absolutely. <laughs> so um, let me tell you what I found out about Paul Brook quickly. Okay. So there's not a lot. I mean, like, he's in a ton of stuff, and it's all tiny, tiny things. So I'm sure there'll be, like, loads of stuff we do remember, like, we would have had fleeting glances of. But he's really private about himself. So there's, like, he's not really got a decent Wikipedia entry. Right, but he had okay. a son. And his son is like, <laughs> his son, uh, this one picture of him on his own wiki, he looks a bit like the guy from, um, uh, oh no, right, I'm not going to tail off into another. Let me just send you his picture, right? Because he's got quite the look going on. I'm going to put it on the mirror board. Mm-hmm. All right, I see you. All right. Mm-hmm. See this guy down here? Oh, I know that guy. Is he an actor? Yeah. What do I know him from? Well, he, <laughs> so he is. is... Yeah. I can't remember. I know him from so, as well. 
he's the same age as me. So he was born in 1978, so that stood out to me. And he was born in Berkshire, and I live in Berkshire, so that kind of stood out. And he went to school in Dulwich, and that's the place that I lived. And then he's well known for playing a character, you ready for this? Mm. Called Bill Wiggins. Oh, (laughs) okay. (laughs) Right. That's it, really. Oh, he's in Game of Thrones. Oh, God. That's not what I know him from. I mean, oh, he wasn't boy. in much. He was in something funny. Um, pulling? pulling. Pulling was funny. Could be pulling. Oh, he's in Preacher. Um, you probably haven't seen Preacher. No. You should watch Preacher. It's really good. Okay. It's on Amazon. There's only a couple of seasons. What Amazon rating has it got? <laughs> Ten. <laughs> it's a perfect 10 he's a uh, he's an angel that can not be killed he gets killed constantly but keeps coming back it becomes a uh, an ongoing joke for the series does his mouth always look like this kind of yeah it's very wiggins lips he's got straight eyes though (laughs) yeah he hasn't even heard like the straightest yeah Maybe his mum had really straight eyes. Maybe Denim Elliott. Maybe old wonky eyes and a wonky eyed woman, but wonky on the other side and became the most straight eyed person ever. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Okay. Right. How many money pennies you going? How many money pennies are you going to give this movie? How many money pennies? Um, I just my system's become looking at the other films. Yeah. Well, you do have to weight it towards. Yeah. Like with those in mind. Definitely better than Moonraker. It wasn't too hard. Um, where are the actual? I'm going three. I'm just going straight in there. I thought about it earlier. I don't think we've scored enough of these low enough. There's um, not many really low scorers. I'm going three as well. Mm-hmm. It was pretty standard. It was. It had yeah. a load of scuba diving. It had ski chases, car chases, but none of it was new. Um. Apart from the breaking the quip rule, like his quips were acknowledged a couple of times. Yeah, he ain't getting points for that. I mean, oh. he, didn't even, he didn't even break it himself. <laughs> uh, for your eyes only, only, you got a six. Right. So that puts it. Now, where do you want to put it in the sixes? High oh, or low? I'd love to know. Higher, Doctor No was crap. All right, okay. <laughs> right. Sorry, Bond fans. Right, okay. Bond girls, Melina. She's good. She was great. She um, was so coming from looking at why we like Pigface. Mm-hmm. Yep. She was a girl from a small island that just stepped up to the plate. And took it on yeah. and was a legend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Whereas a lot of these others, or, or a few of the newer ones, are actual agents or people trained. Yeah. Um, with that in mind, Melina, I think, is better than Triple X. Definitely better than Triple X. I don't I think she takes pig face. Okay, no. so that's where I was. I know she's lower than pig okay. face, but I didn't know about Tracy. But yeah, let's go below okay. Tracy. You sure? Yeah, it's fine. No I, I still think Tracy had more to her and more to prove. Um, Melina, by the way, was French, uh. and uh, the actress playing her rather, and the whole film had to be dubbed. Uh, it's not her voice in any oh. way. Yeah, and then when they did um, the version, the version for France, yeah. the actress did dub her own self in French. Ah, uh, I was hoping it was going to be someone else dubbing <laughs> yeah. over the dub. <laughs> Pig face. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so our top three, we're still pig face. I mean, at some point, if she stays at the top, we're going to have to put a real name in. We'll leave um, it for now. <laughs> yeah, I like pig face. <laughs> Bond theme. Yeah. I liked it, you didn't. So that yeah. instantly gets it somewhere in the middle. Yeah. I would stick it above Diamonds Are Forever, which I don't think you would argue with. Yeah, I was just going to say I want to put it underneath, underneath the mango tree. Yeah. We totally agreed. <laughs> well. See, you're liking the right, whole so order thing, right? I'm like, yeah. Good, I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm glad you did this. Well done. <laughs> Now, who was the notable baddie in this? Was it not Bebe's uncle? Oh, God. Yeah, <laughs> I suppose. I guess the notable baddie would be Angry Eric. Which one was Angry from... Eric? He was the one with the hexagon glasses. No. He... Oh. oh, I suppose he's the baddie. So the notable baddie for me is Angry Eric, which is the blonde guy, the skier, shooting Bond at the beginning. Oh. Right, yeah, okay. That's oh, a big fight yes. of him at the end. Yes, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just... I'm you so uninterested that. in all of it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I is, don't rate actually, him though, Who is not Bebe's boyfriend. <laughs> not Bebe's boyfriend. <laughs> and not Baby's uncle's goon. Yeah. <laughs> but but he is. No, he is. He is. <laughs> but He's the not Bibby's boyfriend. <laughs> he is not <laughs> Bibby's That's it. That's him. There we go. Angry Eric. <laughs> now I don't put him very far up. I would put him under. I'm happy where he is. He's not better oh. than Irma Bunt. Oh, who's Irma? Oh, she like the German-looking woman. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Leave him at the bottom. Guy's a punk. <laughs> the punk with the longest name. <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing? Car chase. Now this wasn't a bad car chase. What? What was the car chase? Like two CV. Oh yes. Um. Hmm. I don't know, it's a bit comedy though. A bit comedy and nothing, well, I say nothing new. There was a new angle on the car chase. It was a piece of crap car out. Yes. This meeting is being recorded. I cannot believe you've changed your background for this. 
<laughs> I always go four now. Oh, <laughs> Just in case. Um, okay. Where do we get to? <laughs> right at the uh, end. The Citroen. Oh, the car chase. Okay. Yeah. Um, now, to be honest, looking at this list, I remember none of these car chases. So I'm just believing what we've said. Why is my milk van so far down the list? Because it sucked. No, it didn't. It was one of the <laughs> that was top of the list for ages. And you've put it. You, what even happened hey, to you live twice? What? You said you only care about the top spot. So don't give yeah. it all there. That yeah, could be right at the bottom that. and it doesn't. But matter. you should have known. Yeah, no, but <laughs> <laughs> I thought you had more um. Uh, not dignity. You know that that's that's a decent car chase, the milk van one. You can't honestly feel like it goes beneath. What was the crane one? So that's the first movie um, yeah. where Bond's being chased and he has to swerve the crane and it's the first Bond quip and the car goes down the mountain and he... Bond does the Bond quip uh, the, the crane guy who looks right. genuinely distraught that he's just killed someone. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> but listen, it's better than stupid Pepper. No, I don't We haven't even put in what the car chase is and you only live twice. Which ones you only live twice? The one with Pigface. Uh, yeah, I'm sure it was good. So you didn't even know. Right, I'm moving it up over that one. Right. It's not going okay. up over Pepper. All right, so it can go above Mountain Wheels. What does Mountain Wheels mean? I don't know. You wrote oh. it. <laughs> Goldfinger, that's the one. That's when... Um... Oh, that was a good one. It was a good one. Yeah, the wheels and the spikes. And... Yeah, yeah. Right, yeah, yeah. It's got to we'll go below that. that. Yeah. Okay. All right, so the Citroen then. Um... It's up there, but it's not top. I would say... Golden right man, there. golden. I, I would go under crane. Golden. Oh, the man with a golden gun. Is that what that is? So that was the flying car with good night in the boot. So yeah, under that. Under crane. I say over crane. Below man with a golden gun. I'm going to go with that because we've got reaction to quip over original quip. Okay. And they both happened in the car chases. Yeah, fair dues. So it's growth, it's expansion. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Right, what's next? Oh, it's Octopussy. I don't know why I've been looking forward to this. It was a good one. It was good. No long one. Might <laughs> have be a two part. Have fun editing. Yeah. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> right, right, until next time. Until then. See ya. Hey guys, just finished editing. Uh, if anyone's wondering, if anyone's still listening, the uh, Paul Brook guy that I was trying to remember, it was um, 
the Rancor's master in Return of the Jedi. He was actually uncredited in IMPD, so that's why it didn't come up. That's the memory from my childhood. Shout out to Bill. Catch you later. Oh, and all our Nigerian listeners. Bye.